Hi, I'm Lisa from Airtime. We are um, here at Mozilla Festival and we are running a radio station with Airtime for Mozilla Festival. And um, I do have um, an old friend next to me, um, Tim Richards, CEO of Digital Me, and he also works with the Mozilla Urban Batch project. And um, we were just, uh, I just tried to remember, like, when was it when we've met at this um, Berlin beer garden with Michelle Thorne from Mozilla, and she introduced us. And um, it was like a long, interesting conversation with a lot of beer in a lovely beer garden. And um, I'm, I'm so glad to see you here, Tim. Yeah, Hi. good to see you, Lisa. Yeah. So uh, tell me, it's, I think it's been like four months or so, so... What has, and I remember Open Badges, you just got started, we got really excited about yeah. it. So what has changed? What is what is Open Badges now? Yeah, well, I think it's one of those projects where uh, people's ideas are moving faster than the technology. So people are very excited about Open Badges and the problem that it solves. So um, maybe just illustrate that with a story. So yep. uh, a few months ago, uh, I went to a hacking event. It's a hacking event in Leeds in the north of England, and uh, there was adults, but there's also children there at the event. And you know, they were sleeping over, and you know, the, the typical hacking thing. It was new to me. I hadn't really been to one of those events before. And uh, there was three young lads who were working together. They were 14 years old, and they'd been given access to a text messaging API. Uh, so one of the guys was coding in C on the server, uh, another one was writing the stories and another one was doing the ASCII art uh, which I thought was you know, absolutely incredible and really inspiring. Um, so the story was like you know, a typical um, games based thing where you, know, you walk into a dark room, you feel a cold feeling and there's a knife and a key on the table with blood on it, what are you going to do, pick up the knife or the key etc. So I was chatting to them about you know, what happens when they go back into school. Um, do they do this kind of thing in school? Do they gain recognition for it? And the answer was that mainly the ICT lessons in school are Microsoft Word uh, and spreadsheets, and they do very little else, and they don't get any recognition um, for these digital making skills. So I think that's one of the biggest problems um, facing us, I guess, in the education system. And that's what we're trying to solve through the Open Badges movement. We're trying to give people a, a currency uh, around those skills, which doesn't exist at the moment. Right, but it also it's interesting because it also like connects two different worlds, because um, the kind of currency in like this space of hackathons and doing mm. things together. Um, actually like being as an event like Mozilla Festival this is a very high currency whereas in a, in a traditional school system because you know you can't put value into it you can't put a certification on it there's, it's a non-existent currency so it's also connecting uh, um, uh, connecting those two different worlds and I also re remember then like what happens after school um, and for your career for instance um, like all of those things you've done outside of school um, do they have a value or not? Um, and I think that's what I really, really like on those open batch project is that uh, there's an answer for that and there's a certification for it. And I think especially for official systems, schools and hiring process, um, certifications are really important. So um, 
Like, how, how do I get a badge? Okay. Um, so, maybe we should explain what open badges are, yeah. actually, because uh, we kind of assume that you work in the yeah, field that that's every, right. everyone knows. So, okay, so uh, open badges is a standard which has been developed by Mozilla. Um, and what they are in practice is a, is a digital image file, it's a ping file and within that file is contained data so it's metadata so you know it's data about so it's Lisa it identifies you it identifies you with an expertise in radio and interviewing asking open questions perhaps um, and then it has a link to evidence so your evidence might be the radio program and the criteria as well as so what you've had to do to achieve that badge and also tags so we can tag the kind of learning that's underneath that kind of highly contextualized learning around media for example um, so that's the open badge standard and then people are building tools on top of the standard um, to allow people to actually claim those badges well to create them um, to issue them uh, to display them on different websites so there's a number of different tools that have been uh, showcased and hacked a little bit at the Mozilla Festival uh, so there's the uh, make badges um, design tool so you don't have to have any skills to, to actually design a, the digital badge there's a the makeways platform which is a school-based platform um, there's the Mozilla software um, it's called badge kit which is a set of open source components so that you can take those components and build your own badging system there's Codery up there as well, um, and Badge Maker. So there's all these different organisations, charities and commercial organisations building upon this open standard. But the real key thing about it is that you own the data in the badges. So whereas with other badge systems, they tend to be closed, so you can't take the badge out of the system. You earn it in the system and you can't. it doesn't ever escape from that platform. So, for example, uh, think of an eBay power seller badge. You can't take that badge and put it into Gumtree. Right. That's, so you accumulate, again, you have a currency within the eBay world, exactly. which is nothing worth in the Gumtree world because it's not certified, there's no standards, and also there's no transfer. Yeah, and we, I mean, I think you know most people would think and believe that when it comes down to learning and uh, sort of rendering your learning journey if you like that's your journey and it belongs to you and you should be able to take that and display it to open up opportunities whether it's for employment uh, whether it's to connect with communities and for friendship and, and, and fun uh, work experience or for volunteering etc so it's like you're saying it's about finding ways to transition between these worlds and open badges is a really important element in that I think so what are the because for me as a user you know of course i need that because mm. everybody is operating on different platforms mm. you know from linkedin to ebay to foursquare to twitter uh, and like and everything else out there so of course i have an experience and i would like to transfer it everywhere mm. with me um, but those platforms they just live in their own little universe so from your perspective what are like the immediate challenges to like get rid of those bottlenecks because I can imagine you talk with all of those platforms. It's good. It's a good question, and there's different factors at play, aren't there, in terms of um, the commercial value that gets locked in around uh, those recognition systems. The the area that we're working in particularly is in education. So actually, a lot of those platforms are quite open 
to um, to using badges, and um, I suppose uh, badges aren't supported at the moment in uh, LinkedIn, for example, which we know that's that's a that's an important platform. But I guess the way we see the future developing is rather than having a paradigm where there's one platform that winner takes all, so it's just LinkedIn or Amazon or whatever, you know, the real big players, is to try and encourage with a set of tools an ecosystem of different platforms and different platforms which are highly contextual. So, for example, the example of radio is a good one. So, you know, radio and broadcast and media could easily imagine um, a kind of vertical, and what I mean by that is a place where people could earn badges, uh, form communities display those badges and that's where you go to connect with those types of people so uh, we can imagine an ecosystem of lots of these different platforms uh, which is connected and enabled through the open badge standard but we've still got problems problems to solve right so um but also i think like one of one of the other problems I seen I don't want to be like super negative about it because like, I'm so excited because I can yeah, see yeah, the potential yeah. so uh, it's in my interest to like resolve all of the problems and hey let's get started um, uh, um, it's like that it, if it comes to certification we need to have standards and especially when you, we, we talk about a global market here so who is going to set the standards when you are um, uh, when you're allowed to achieve this badge because like for instance uh, uh, students in Africa they don't have like access to everything um, um, similar to what, what they have in the US and in Europe and uh, uh, but there's like one badge and like for them it's more difficult than for other people or you know uh, um, urban children maybe uh, uh, can't get the badge for like the climb tree, uh, the, the, the tree climbers, yeah. something like that, because yeah. you know they live in the city and they're, uh, they're not allowed to climb trees. So, um, yeah, uh, like how do how do you set standards so like everyone is like equally treated? Is it like a commission you have to set up? That's a good question, Lisa. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess it depends whether you uh, look at it as a a localized issue or as a as a global one um, so one way I like to think about it is a simple story is a simple narrative so um, what we're trying to do for young people particularly is allow them to earn a badge which unlocks some kind of opportunity whether it's access to a community employment enterprise etc and it's, it's an easy narrative to understand and then thinking about well what are the barriers in the way of getting from A to B um, and we've been uncovering a series of barriers as we've gone, and one of them is is the kind of um, standards mapping, I guess. But um, okay, so one way to look at it is the start of the journey is the design part. And when we first started working with people um, who wanted to create badges, they would immediately create um, a design. So they'd start with a graphic design, and then start issuing the badge. But actually, that sort of lowered the currency of the badge. So that was the first issue we came across. So we uh, developed uh, an open badge design template called the badge, uh, open badge design canvas. And that helps people really dig into each question, um, each building block of a badge. So really understanding the value proposition. So why would Lisa actually want to earn a badge in the first place? You know, what would it do for you in terms of employment or reputation, etc.? look at the platforms it might be displayed on, who might endorse it. So there might be a kind of German broadcast organisation, I don't know, who might uh, endorse it. 
uh, look at the learning pathways is there more than one badge is it a gold silver bronze etc so that's been a really popular design tool which has been adopted by Mozilla it's been translated into a few different languages and used uh, it's been accessed about 5,000 times so that was barrier one uh, the next barrier was to make sure we had tools for able to easily issue and we're starting to see an ecosystem of tools developing now um, some of the ones mentioned already and then um, the next issue is around um, value of badges so in the UK for example so coming back to your point about mapping to standards we have awarding bodies Mm -hmm. So the awarding bodies um, set the kind of criteria for skills or map those skills competencies. Uh, so this weekend, uh, a big piece of news for us uh, was to have the Scottish Qualification Authority. So they've now, they've been here at the festival and they've uh, released an official statement of support for open badges. We've also had the awarding bodies, bodies from England come and do the same. And there's oh, cool. a, yeah, so we're starting to really build some theoretical value anyway mm -hmm. by um, by getting these supporters and also e-skills as well. And they their job in the UK is to make sure that we have the right technical skills to compete globally. So the final piece in the puzzle then is the displayer and getting the audience for the badges, and that's the bit that we're working on. Uh, with Mozilla and others so that people have a toolkit to pick up uh, and use to create these platforms to start displaying them and start creating these communities. It doesn't answer your worldwide question but uh, there are some people working on that as well and there are a few different skills frameworks. There's a 21st century learning skills framework um, that might be adopted. Uh, but one of the easiest areas is actually to look at code because coding is a JavaScript level one. You can easily translate that between countries can't you yeah, it might be two in another country but you can marry those up so yeah. perhaps that's one of our big wins globally and code code is global like it's a global sure. also global language there's a global standard for yeah that okay well. yeah that's also good it's, it's I like that, probably yeah. easier so um, Mozilla Festival 2014 where do you want to be with that project like what do you want to present like let's meet again today in one mm. in one year what do you want to tell me then with open what I would really love uh, in a year's time, uh, we were chatting just before about uh, launching Badge the World, uh, which kind of evolved from the Badge the UK campaign. What I'd really like next year is to have a load of organisations just come and share their learning about what they've made, the badges they've made, the platforms they've created, and the difference that it's made in their communities. So there's still quite a lot of theory. Um, there's, there's a lot more practice than there was last year but that would be great to see those stories animated from, from different partners Well, um, if uh, people who listen to that you know, want to get in touch with you or with the Open Badge system where can they find you? How can they contribute and, and you know, participate? Sure, okay uh, Well, you can go to uh, digitalme.co.uk um, or you can go to uh, openbadges.org to find out more about the standard Super, thanks Tim Thanks, Lisa.